0: High short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers is a chance to recover it and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! 10 and 10 at the 21. Wimpset hands it off. It's Madunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, catches at 10. Madunga down near the low line! Baker making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. Yeah! yeah! With to go. Are you, are you T-O? All right, Rutgers basketball at Purdue Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. FS1, Jason Benetti and Robbie Hummel on the call. Is this the golden ticket for Rutgers basketball? If they win this game, does this propel them? to the bubble and give them a legitimate opportunity to make the NCAA tournament. I mean, it certainly would. I think you could argue it would be the biggest win in college basketball this season, simply because I think it's pretty much a consensus, despite recent losses at UConn and Purdue are the best two teams in college basketball this season. Neither team has lost at home. So to win at Purdue, that would be monster. It would be, uh, the talk of college basketball tonight, tomorrow, it would be buzz worthy and it would certainly boost their resume for a high quad one road victory, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's focus on the game and and, and all the talk about, you know, whether, you know, do they still have a chance to make, listen, there's still games on the schedule. There's still an opportunity to build your resume. Rutgers has six quad one and quad two victories They have three road wins. They have a a base that if they can just keep winning, then yeah, I think they have a legit shot, but they have to keep winning. And I am not a believer that if they lose tonight, they're eliminated or anything like that. But this would certainly be, this is their best opportunity for a signature win remaining. And they're going to a place they won last year. They've split three of the last six games against Purdue. They've won twice at Purdue uh in terms of since 2020 so two of the last four years and this team obviously you know underperformed in the second half at minnesota this is an opportunity for them to bounce back now what are some of the keys in this game although it uh Rutgers did a really good job in the first meeting at the rack of of limiting purdue from three they have been deadly at home they're, they're shooting 40 percent in big 10 play tops in the league from three-point line uh, but at home, they're even better. Uh, they haven't made less than eight threes in a game at home in Big Ten play. They have five games this season of double-digit uh, threes made from behind the arc. Uh, you know, they can catch fire. I mean, they have their their top four shooters um, in terms of three-point range that are their regular uh, three-point guys. You know, you have Braden Smith, who's shooting 42.7%. You have uh, Fletcher Lawyer shooting 42.2%. You have Mason Gillis shooting 48.1%. And then Lance Jones, you know, who shoots the most, he he has 157 attempts. And he's he's trailing far behind at 36.3%. You know how many players on Rutgers are shooting above 36% from three? Zero. So Purdue can beat you with lots of guys from behind the arc. You know they've done a really good job in the last two years of shutting down lawyer. Braden Smith had a really good game at the rack. You know with Jeremiah Williams now, you're going to have size uh, to you know in the backcourt that you didn't have last time. I think that a huge key Purdue does not uh, turn teams over, uh, and they turn it over at a decent clip. So Rutgers is going to have to be aggressive in the press. Rutgers is listen they, they this team they know the moment that they're in. This is a critical opportunity. And they have to bring everything tonight. And everyone's got to be able to contribute. But defensively, they have to be much – in a way, this might sound a little weird, but, like, having that kind of really poor defensive effort and from a defensive efficiency standpoint, the Minnesota loss was the worst performance of the season defensively. I think it could benefit them tonight because they're going to have the attention of Pike and they're going to want to make up for it. And this is still the number two defensive team in the country and number one in the big 10 from a defensive efficiency standpoint. So I think it makes them a little extra hungry. I don't know if this is going to matter, but you know, with Illinois losing now Purdue has their cushion back. Maybe, maybe that motivates them more. Maybe it motivates them less. I don't know if that's a factor, but defensively Rutgers has to be disruptive. They're going to have to force turnovers. They're going to have to turnovers. They're going to have to score. Uh, in transition, Purdue is a monster inside. Obviously, Zach Edey, national player of the year. Going to be two-time after this year. You know, holding opponents, they have the number one two-point defense uh, in Big Ten play. Uh, was it 45% opponents are shooting? Um, 46.7%, number one. Rutgers, as we know, is last in two-point shooting at 41.4%. They've struggled with layups. Um Purdue is very good at limiting opponents on the glass in terms of big 10 play. They're number two defensively in limiting opponents on the offensive glass. Uh, they are also number one in offensive rebounding. Uh, so rebounding is going to be a massive key. Knowing where your shooters are closing out on threes is going to be huge, but Ruckers is going to have to get something going uh, offensively. You know, Purdue hasn't scored less than 79 points at home all season. They have multiple games of 90s. They've even gone over 100 a few times. I mean, this is a potent offense at home. They love Mackie. The crowd's going to be crazy. Uh, everyone, more or less, I should say everyone. The majority seems to say that is the toughest place to play in the Big Ten. But again, Rutgers has thrived there. And uh, they know what to expect, at least the guys that were on the team last year. And, and I think this team's going to have the chip on their shoulder. I, you know, bad taste in their mouth from Sunday. So defensively, they're going to have to be super connected, you know, Cliff versus ED. typically it's kind of a one-on-one battle. Uh, ED had his best game against Rutgers last time at the rack. Uh, first game over 20 points. Um, you know, Purdue shot 65% from two in the first matchup. That is a huge problem. Uh, so, yeah, foul trouble. You know, Purdue is number one in free throw rate defensively, meaning they do not foul much at all in Big Ten play. So uh, that is going to be key. Rutgers has to generate offense. Are they able to get fouled and get their right shooters to the foul line? Is who's going to step up and hit threes? You know, they had a minus 12 point differential from behind the arc against Minnesota. They lost by 11. Not the only reason they lost, but you can't, you know, Purdue, I mean, they could be minus 30 tonight. They, they can't let that happen. They, someone's going to have to, you know, they can limit Purdue from three. But Purdue's not making less than five, six, probably seven, you know, at home. From behind the arc, it's more about the percentage than how many makes they make. But you, you gotta you're not gonna keep up if you only you know if you're three of sixteen from three and they really struggled in that second half. You know, they're gonna need to get some bench scoring tonight. Whether that's if, if Mag is back in the starting lineup and that's Andre Hyatt, or if Mag comes off the bench, you know, can Noah Fernandes give them something? Can Gavin Griffiths finally kind of break through that rut since the Penn State game? You know, he's been really quiet offensively. Uh, is Oscar Palmquist going to get a shot? Somebody has got to hit some threes for this team. Um, You know, and it's got to be within the flow of the offense against Minnesota. They kind of fell into their old routine of, you know, not sharing the basketball as well, getting a little bit too more, too much into ISO. Minnesota did a really good job of cutting off that high ball screen with Cliff and Jeremiah. uh, And really, you know, uh, just kind of uh, drop coverage, uh, clogging the paint, taking away driving lanes. Um, you know I think they need to have a lot of screening action in the half court on offense in this game, really make Purdue work defensively. Purdue was good. I mean, they're 20th nationally defense defense, they're fourth in the Big Ten. They're a good defensive team. But you know, in terms of how they match up physically, I like how Rutgers matches up against the guards. They 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 really limited Lance Jones in the first game. He's been very good for them. That's gonna be a key in this game. But you know, between Lance Jones, Braden Smith, and and Lawyer, right? Edie's gonna be Edie. But, you know, and then Gillis, like those guys, like, can they limit those guys in this game? Can they create turnovers off of Lawyer and Smith? Uh, can the pressure bother them as much as they have done in the past? Some with the rack last year in the Big Ten tournament, it was a big problem for Purdue. Rutgers was really, uh, you know, hurting them with their press. So Rutgers is going to have to give max effort tonight, 40-minute effort. Uh, I think Pico will dig in that bench. At least in the first half, you know, we played a lot of guys uh, against Minnesota, but, you know, really six guys got the majority of the minutes. I think the question is, you know, how healthy is Mag? Is that soreness? How much is he going to be effective? Um, You know, he's kind of uh, been a little bit. uh, I, I thought it was telling that he fouled out against Minnesota. I think that, for me, that just showed that he's not feeling 100%. He's not feeling great. His timing's a little off. He's a little bit like half a step slow maybe, or just his timing's off. Uh, and, and maybe it's due to just not feeling great. So, uh, or, you know, missing a little bit of time. So, uh, not sure how much he's been practicing. We did see Austin Williams back uh, a little bit in that Minnesota game. So it's just going to have to be, they're going to be connected on both ends. They're going to have to be disciplined. They're going to have to be patient on offense. Uh, they can't fall into the trap of just shooting 15 to 18 foot contested jumpers. Uh, they need to swing the ball. Uh, they, you know, listen, can you attack Edi and get him in foul trouble? I mean, he very rarely ever does. Um, but you know, you got to try something. You got to attack the lane. You got to find Cliff in space. It's um, it's a game that honestly, I feel like it's going to be close. I think Rutgers is going to be motivated tonight. They're going to come to play. Uh, they all, you know, I think Pykele uh, schemes really well against Purdue, and um, this is this is going to be an effort game. You know, can they show Purdue that hey, they're here to play? And uh, you know, be physical. Uh, they can't be overly, you know, aggressive. They can't. Uh, they got to be careful uh, with foul trouble. But this is an attitude game. You know, I think Rutgers has confidence against Purdue. It's one of those weird things that I think this program just, for whatever reason, is a nuisance to, to Purdue. And um, they have to stay focused tonight. They have to be communicative uh you have to see these guys talking to each other huddling up constantly um and they they have, to, they have to they have to finish when they have good opportunities you know any easy basket is gold in this game uh you can't uh you can't miss layups uh you can't miss uh you know you have to take advantage of of um you know two on ones in, in, in transition uh you have to be able to capitalize on turnovers and offensive rebounds Converting into second chance points, you have to take every opportunity that's there and convert as many as possible. Um, on the on the flip side, you know you got to keep Purdue off the glass. It's gonna be all hands on deck. Uh, that's why they really need Mag healthy in this game. Uh, you know you need your guards rebounding. Um, it's 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 gonna be obviously a major challenge. Uh, if they lose, it's not the end of the world. But I really just want to see this team compete. And give Purdue their best shot on the road. And uh, listen, Rutgers has won three big games on the road. They played great at Seton Hall. Uh, You know, Maryland was a tough win. Obviously, Michigan, they came from behind. Uh, This team has proven that, you know, even even against Minnesota, they were down 17. They cut it to six late in the game. Like, they don't give up. And they're going to play balls to the wall hard. And Purdue knows this. So, you know, what adjustments does both teams make from the first matchup. Uh, Again, I think guard play is so huge. I think bench play, who's going to step up for Rutgers? Who's going to hit some threes? Uh, Because it's, you know, points are going to be in the premium inside. Purdue is excellent inside, obviously with Edie. Um, You know, and when he's off the floor, you got to attack. I think that's going to be key as well. Uh, So they need, uh, you know, scoring balance tonight. They need uh, everyone uh, connected on defense. And they need to limit mistakes, obviously. Uh, you know, turnover wise, they have to win that turnover margin uh, and they have to hold their own offensively on the, on the glass and overall on the boards and they have to hold their own from behind the arc. You know, I don't expect them to win that battle, but they can't, you know, it can't be 12 to three in terms of three makes because then it's going to be a blowout. So I'm excited again, what it would mean for their resume would be huge, but uh, I just want to see this team play well. I just want to see this team give Purdue all they can handle. And the rest will take care of itself because if they can show up tonight, then they're going to have confidence. They're, their last two games on the road at Wisconsin, at Nebraska, two teams they already beat that they can win those games and winning those games would be so important as well. So can they do it tonight remains to be seen. I think they have a shot. Ken Pong gives them a 7% chance. Uh, I think they have a better shot than that. Uh, again, a lot of keys in terms of doing that, but you're gonna, this is going to have to be in the 60s, low 70s tops uh, to be able to win this game. Purdue has not, you know, they, they've scored 80 or above in every home game except one this year. So, huge task. Walking into a hornet's nest in Mackey, but these players are going to embrace it. I think they're going to have the right mindset. I think you're going to see a, a, a more complete performance that you saw against Minnesota. Will it be enough? We'll see. Tune in tonight, 7 o'clock FS1, and I'll be back for a rapid reaction at, following the game. And uh, thanks so much for listening and watching the Scholar Faithful podcast once again.